Hey everyone, my name is Jake Eichard, and today's devotional comes from Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 20. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. Now, as I read this, I think about what a blessing it is that the nature of Jesus has been revealed to us. When he asks his disciples, who do you say that I am? And Peter replies that he is the son of the living God. Jesus blesses him. He says, you're blessed to know this. This has not been revealed to you by natural things. Your your natural uh, brain and the things around you have not made this obvious to you. What has made this obvious to you, what has made this appeal to you is my my father who is in heaven. That's what Jesus tells him. And so it is such a blessing that we get to see the true nature of God that has the true nature of Jesus has been revealed to us. And it's a gift from God that he opens our eyes to see that Jesus is truly the savior of the world. He's our opportunity to find salvation here on earth from uh, being, having this broken relationship and all the way back to Adam and Eve in the garden. uh, We see that there's just this separation from us and God, and that gets taken care of by Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. But that opportunity, our eyes are open to that opportunity by God. And so uh, I am at first, just at first glance to this text, I'm reminded of how great of a blessing that is. And I want to think about this. Like, I want to remember the last time that, you know, someone taught you something new or someone revealed something to you that was new, whether you, maybe you learned a great new skill, you were watching a, a YouTube video or something and you, and you learned how to do something. I, I often, uh, when I use my smoker, I, if I try to do a new uh, type of meat or something, I go on and I check a YouTube video out and they teach me something. They reveal to me how I'm supposed to do this. And I'm always like, oh, thank you that I have this, you know, this platform that offers me this explanation or can reveal things to me that I wouldn't have otherwise known. But that's just such a small, like anecdotal, you know, miniature version of the grand glorious revelation of who Jesus is that God gives us. And so I wonder for you, when's the last time something was revealed to you that you thought was really awesome? And then how much greater, if you want to take a minute to just think about how much greater it is, the revelation of who Jesus truly is for you. Now, God reveals to us that Jesus is the Savior of the world, and so how does this impact that truth, or how does that impact the world that you know that truth? How does your life reflect that truth, that Jesus is the Savior of the world? If that has been revealed to you by God, and it's a great blessing that it has, if it has, then how does your life reflect that truth? Part of our devotional today, I want you to take a minute here just to consider if you need to pause this devotional or whatever it may be, but take a minute to consider how does your life reflect that truth? You have been given a great blessing that the truth of who Jesus is has been revealed to you. How have you been reflecting that truth to the world? (music) 
Now, Jesus is also going to tell Peter that the gates of hell would not prevail against the church. And, you know, when I first hear that, it kind of like is like a, you know, pumps you up kind of thing, almost like a um, brave heart type message. You know, the gates of hell will not prevail against us. And, and I think about like, for some reason, when I think about something prevailing against me, I think about it overtaking me. But if you think about gates, gates are stationary. Gates don't move. Gates don't overcome you. Gates hold you in. Gates entrap you. And so this word that is used for gates is also translated in some places as prison. So we could read it like this, that the prison of, of a hell would not overcome you or that you would prevail against the prison of hell. Now, Jesus makes it very clear that we have been set free from sin and death and the grave, and that is the greatest revelation, one of at least the greatest revelations that we get to enjoy about knowing Christ, about knowing we have this Savior, is that the gates of hell, this prison of hell, the walls of hell cannot contain us, that we will not spend time there, that we will be set free, even though our sin is deserving of death, and hell, we will be set free. Those gates cannot prevail against us. We've been set free. And so I want you to be encouraged today to live in that freedom. I'm going to pray for us as we wrap up our devotional today. God, thank you so much for the revelation of who your son is, that we get to know him and get to know salvation through him and that we will be not that we cannot be held down by the gates, by the imprisonment of our sin, of hell and the grave, but that we will be set free. God, we love you so much. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.